0: Good morning, Nancy. My name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And it's time for a coffee break. Today we'll be talking about my favorite... Horror artists. Yay. Yeah. But first, a few announcements. We want to thank Imaginations by Bucko uh, for sending us some of his artwork. If you missed the last coffee break we had, we talked about some of Abby's favorite horror artists, and she gave a shout out to a local Syracuse artist, uh, CM Bucko. So, are you ready? Yeah. We're going to unwrap it. I'm so excited. Okay. Here, Ah. Abby, you take one. Okay. And I'll take another. Oh, Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, my God. These are so cool. I love it. We're going to show you guys on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, like what we just opened, like visually, you'll be able to see them. But I'll describe what I have here. I have Godzilla. Mm hmm. (laughs) and he's about to, to cause harm. Yeah, what he's is. about to rain disaster. Yes, that's what it looks like. It's yeah. so detailed. I love this. I know. And what do you have, Abby? I have uh, Cthulhu next to a telephone making a call. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. It's awesome. The paper is really nice, too. The paper is really nice. It's like sweet, parchment-y feeling paper. Yeah, they're awesome. Thank you so much, Colin, for sending this to us. Yeah, Uh, thank you. We really appreciate it. If you guys would like to send us anything, you can mail us at P.O. Box 7185 Syracuse, New York, 13261. Let's announce the two special things that we have, Abby. We have merchandise! Yes! Woo! (laughs) Woo! Yeah. Get some shirts. It's so exciting. It's just in time for the holidays. We are starting out with Spreadshirt. Uh, Until we can get a little bit of a boost, uh, we'll be able to afford uh, a local company to distribute. So right now we're using Spreadshirt. So support the show and get that t-shirt or mug with our original logo design created by Dave Love at Wide Open Throttle. Soon we're going to have more designs and more merch. So go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash goodmorningnancy. And we're going to have that link in the show notes as well. Mm -hmm. And they're really, really nice, good quality shirts. Gracie and I both have our shirts from Spreadshirt. And they're super comfy. We love the fabric. They don't shrink a ton in the wash. No, they and don't, which is awesome. like, the actual print stays really nice after a couple washes even. So, yeah, my, they're great. I've had my shirt, like, I've been kind of testing out the quality of these shirts for half a year, I think, already, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. And my shirt still looks brand new. Like, yeah. I'm, like, really impressed with Spreadshirt. So, guys, check it out. We also have... A Patreon! Oh my god, We did it! Yay! Yay. So, Good Morning Nancy is a locally produced and recorded podcast that touches on film uh, discussion, art, video games, and other news within the horror genre. Our show focuses on the female perspective of the film's characters and the social roles that horror plays in mainstream and independent media and how feminism plays a part in horror as a whole. Abby and I host, produce, and edit every single episode, guys, as well as provide all of the research regarding the films that we watch and review. Currently, we are recording in a homemade studio in my apartment, (laughs) and we use department store comforters as sound barriers. We have two hand-me-down microphones, an interface for recording the episodes, and a small editing software program that we use to produce quality episodes for you guys. We've learned how to do everything ourselves, and we are really proud of the work that we've created in just under a year's time. Mm -hmm. So we can only take it so far, though. We'd like to expand our budget to produce even more better quality episodes. That's where you guys come in. And we really hope that you will consider supporting Good Morning Nancy. If you do, you are helping a homegrown podcast run solely by two hardworking women succeed (laughs) and produce an excellent show for you guys. Without your constant love and support, Good Morning Nancy would not be here today. Like, seriously. Yeah, definitely not. So, thank you guys so much and for always being there for us, especially the listeners who have been there since the beginning. We was little babies. We were little podcast babies. (laughs) You guys can support the show by going to www.patreon.com slash goodmorningnancy. Okay, sit back and relax and enjoy the coffee break. So, I wanted to talk about uh, the. I have three artists that I've picked and one of them is female and I wanted her to be first because she's little... Uh, lesser known than the other two, mm-hmm. and which is really unfortunate because I love her work. She's mostly on Instagram, like that's like her primary way of, of, of finding people finding her. Mm-hmm. She's Puerto Rican artist Nesa Gomez, and she has a she's a part of Darktown Sally. So if you would like to help support her in any way, like buy her artwork, because that is how that. She is surviving uh, through the when the hurricanes hit. Oh man, yeah. And as as of November seventeenth, she had no power. So I don't know if anything has changed for her since then, but that was pretty recent. Oh man, yeah. So, but you know what's so great about her is that she stays so positive. Like in her like Instagram posts, like talking about it, she's like, "I'm still sending all of you guys your prints that you asked for," Aww. and. Um, you know, like I'm doing it in the dark, but she's still doing it. So she's somebody who has like a lot of bravery. I think Like somebody who like still like does her art and still like makes sure it gets out to the people who really enjoy it. I really like her. So not only do I love her work, but I love her as a person too. She seems like somebody who's really great to look up to. Nice. I want to kind of talk about like what kind of work it is. I call it delicate horror. I could see that. You could see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how I like to describe it. It's sort of this world that is very fairy-like, but it's like dark fairy-like. I don't know. It's it's a world that I would kind of like to live in and that's Aww. Yeah, like the characters that she creates and the clothing is is sort of like Tim Burton plus Edward Gorey plus Puritans mm-hmm. that equals dark town Sally yeah and that's like the kind of world that I want to live in she uses mostly dark colors but has pops of color usually when her characters are wearing like flower crowns she uses um and maybe I'm pronouncing this wrong I don't really know much about art kuretake pearlescent watercolor paint Mm, I am not familiar because I don't really (laughs) dabble in watercolor too much yeah okay Because I know that's one of the things that she uses to sort of give it that delicate look. She usually does stuff for Stranger Factory, and they will sell a lot of work that she creates for them. She's also a member of the Midnight Art Society. Uh, So if you want to go to midnightartsociety.com, you can see some of her work as well as other uh, artists from around the world. Like they're very similar horror art nice yeah so I definitely wanted to give her a shout out um one of the pieces that I've bought from her she did a a a zombie bride and I don't know what it was it was like because I'm not really a zombie fan but like I don't know I love her art so the way Mm -hmm. that she had the zombies arms and then the veil coming over the zombies arms was like I said just so delicate and sweet looking and it was um It was kind of magical. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I have a a small print of that art that she has done. So awesome. She's very cool. The other one that I actually very recently discovered and I wasn't going to have on this list until maybe about a week ago (laughs) um, is Ivan Albright. So, Ivan Albright was born in 1897, and he died in 1983. He was an American uh, magical realist painter. He did a lot of self-portraits and character studies and still life, and many of his models were actually very beautiful women, and he painted them as these bloated old women who look like they're, like, drowned corpses. Oh, do you remember in Sleepy Hollow, like in the very beginning, like yes. Ichabod Crane sees that drowned guy pop up? That's mm-hmm. what they look like. It was lately a man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he definitely like this that's his thing where he has detailed depictions of the physical deterioration of objects and people. And when I was doing research about him, he is a part of what's called a magic magic realism. Mm. And it comes from a book by Franz Rowe. It's, you know, sort of the subject matter is not overly supernatural or extraordinary, but it rather attempts to showcase the mundane through an overly exaggerated and abnormal viewpoint. When I was in Chicago for Thanksgiving, I went to the Art Institute of Chicago with my friends and husband. And one of my friends said, you want to go see the portrait of Dorian Gray? Huh. And I was like, What? Yes. Yeah. What do you, and I was like, "What, what do you mean? And they were like, you know, from the movie, the 1945 movie. And I was like, oh my God, yes, of course. And so we went into like the American artists section, and there it was the portrait of Dorian Gray. If you see the 1945 film, at the very end, there's one scene that's in color. And that's the scene where they show the portrait as it's aged over, you know, as he's aged over Mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm. And that portrait is at the Art Institute of Chicago. Oh, my God. So cool. Yeah. So if you go onto our Instagram, you'll be able to see me and my friend. We're standing next to the portrait. It's pretty wild. There's also another painting there called Into the World. There came a soul called Ida. And that's one of the examples of a model that was very young and very beautiful that he completely, like, made her gross-looking. That's so interesting. And yeah, it's super cool. And there's something really unsettling about his work. And Yeah. You know, and it kind of it grosses me out, and I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed it, so... I definitely think you guys should check them out. If you're in the Chicago area, go to the Art Institute of Chicago, you'll be able to see Portrait of Dorian Gray and Into the World, There Came a Soul called Ida. So check it out. So the last one I, I wanna mention is H.R. Giger. Heck yeah! Ugh, oh, one of my favorites. Giger was probably the first artist in the horror world that got my attention at a very young age before I even saw the Alien movies. I actually saw Necronom 4, the painting that inspired the alien monster Mm -hmm. uh, or the xenomorph. Uh, I saw that, like, I can't remember how old I was. It was definitely before I saw Alien. And I remember thinking, only a god could have created that. And I know Mm -hmm. that sounds really, like, whoa. But, like, I remember thinking, like, that looks so real. Like, that could be something that really exists somewhere in the world. And, and then, of course, years later, I saw Alien, but that really stuck with me, so that was something that really, like, never left my brain, and I didn't really know much about Giger until very recently. My husband is a huge fan of Giger as well, and he, we, have, we have a book about his stuff, and we have a book filled with um, all of his art, uh, but... I'll give you guys a little bit of a backstory. He was born in 1940, and he died quite recently. He died in 2014, and it's really unfortunate. He died from injuries due to a fall, Mm -hmm. which is kind of lame. Um, I feel bad for him. I know. So, uh, Giger studied interior and industrial design at the School of Commercial Art in Zurich from 1962 to 1965, and he actually started painting because it was sort of like art therapy. Mm-hmm. He's Swiss, so he has a lot of uh, stuff in Switzerland. There's like two bars that are like based off of his artwork, which is kind of neat. Amazing! Oh my god, they're so beautiful. Um, his style was more like airbrush, and he had images of humans and machines linked together in a cold biomechanical relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, like and I think that's why, like, it felt like something that could easily exist, because, uh, you know, like machines and humans, we do exist. And, and what's the next step? Well, becoming one, you mm-hmm. know, becoming like the Borg, I guess. So right. I thought that was really cool. So um, he won an Oscar Uh, he because of Alien. He mm-hmm. was part of the special effects team. So he won an Oscar for that. So Giger was admitted to the science fiction and fantasy Hall of Fame in 2013. So luckily he was able to see that before he passed away. Yeah. But yeah, so those are my favorite horror artists. And it was an awesome list. Thank you. Yeah. I they're very they're all different. Yeah, very very different. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of like when I was putting this together, I thought, what does this say about me? I don't know. But It's good though. It means is, you're well-rounded. Aw, thanks abby (laughs) you're so good to me (laughs) so guys i hope you really enjoyed this coffee break uh we're gonna be seeing you next week we have a special christmas episode yay yeah we're really excited to see you guys then have a great morning bye